0: Good morning and welcome to our chilly, chilly, chilly early morning word and prayer here. Boy, the whole country is cold. I was up through the night some watching the snow come down and the temperatures drop like 40 degrees in a matter of a few hours. But anyway, welcome. I hope you're staying warm and safe wherever you are and we're together today to talk about the word of god and i've got a strange section shall we say to talk about a christmas time it is part of the christmas story but it's one i don't hear talked about that often and for some reason i felt the lord put this on my heart today so we'll see if it relates it's about the wise men they tricked king herod when herod, they were going to they were seeking jesus to worship him we talked about this yesterday i believe it was or the day two days ago they brought their gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh they wanted to worship him they were seeking jesus to worship him <clears throat> but we read of herod that he sought the child wanting to kill him wanting to destroy him let's read the story here we're reading from matthew chapter 2 all right beginning with verse 13 now when they had gone the magi when they had gone Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Again, the the Magi were searching him to to worship him. Why would anyone search for Jesus to kill him? Why would anyone want to kill a baby? So Joseph got up and took the child and his mother while it was still night. He obeyed immediately. He got to it. And he left for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod. This happened so that what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet would be fulfilled out of Egypt. I called my son. Then when Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he became very enraged. And he sent men. And killed the boys who were in Jerusalem in Bethlehem and all its vicinity, who were two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the Magi. Then what had been spoken through Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. A voice was heard in Rama, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she refused to be comforted because they were no more. Now one of your favorite Christmas stories, not one filled with joy, not one filled with uh, happiness, hope, and so on, but rather we see a conflict here. We see a tyrant. We see Herod who was enraged, who was filled with jealousy. He'd heard another king was born and rather than worship him, and even though he realized, and he asked the, 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 the scribes, who, where would this king be born? And he realized that this was God at work. God had sent a new king. God had sent someone who would be the king. But rather than cooperate in any way at all or submit himself in any way at all, he decided to fight God. He knew that Jesus was fulfilling a prophecy. He knew that it was Scripture. He knew that God was in this, but in his arrogance and his pride, he decided to fight God. If you're listening today, let me tell you, that's one of the worst things you can do. You will never beat him. I I often uh, marvel at the people who think that they can fight God. They think, I have people on campus tell me that on judgment day, they, they don't think God's doing it right. They would have done it different. I say, bring it up with God on judgment day. And they say they will, they plan on it. They're going to talk to God on judgment day. Are you kidding me? You will never beat God. I, the, the sooner you learn in life to cooperate with God, the better. I remember years ago, one day in prayer, just saying, God, tell you what, let's just settle it right now. If you and I ever agree, disagree in the future, you're right. And I'm wrong. I surrender. I surrender. I'll acknowledge this. He's the almighty folks. He's he's got all power. He's got all knowledge. He's got all wisdom. And not only that, he loves you more than you love yourself. He loves you supremely. And so there's no reason to fight God, and yet we do. And here Herod was going to fight God. He was going to go against the plan of God. He thought he could kill the one who God destined to be the king of the Jews, the Messiah. He thought he could do it. Well, he didn't. God protected Joseph, Jesus, Mary. He sent them to Egypt. There they, they again, we saw how perhaps the gifts that had been brought by the Magi enabled them to sustain themselves. And Herod was driven by his rage and, and so on to send all the children of Bethlehem, all the little boys of Bethlehem, two years and younger, to be killed. What would do this with a person? I mean, how could you kill a baby? What kind of evil would reside in a person to kill a baby? And of course, you know, we might say, well, we've got abortion going on in our days. Yes, I realize that. And, and we'd see that this is a tyrant and it's been said, you know, power does corrupt, absolute power does corrupt, absolutely. And so here he was, a man with tremendous power and men who are powerful can become quite evil and quite corrupt. And the more power they have, you know, people with less power do do bad things, but not as bad because they don't have as much power, they don't have as much ability. It strikes me that this is a lesson in jealousy, a lesson in jealousy. And I think I share this today because I know that a lot of families will be getting together here in the next couple of days, and unfortunately. Jealousy can be some of the places you can see it more than anywhere is right within our own families, right within siblings, right within, uh, you know, people who've been raised in the same family. There can be unresolved conflicts from years past. There can be things that, uh, jealousy, comparison from years and years ago that never got resolved. And what I want to encourage is if you're in that position, and i've seen it and i've seen it in my family i've seen it with my parents i've seen it i've seen it all throughout my family comparison jealousy unresolved conflicts if that's you my friend can i encourage you to humble yourself and say god humble yourself before god to be content with where god has brought you you don't need to compare yourself to others You don't need to feel that someone else is going to take your place or they're going to have more affection or more love or a more special place ahead of the table or whatever it may be than you have. Maybe your parents did compare you. Maybe their parents did put you down in, in relation to another or the other way around. But folks, we've got to learn to see ourselves the way God sees us. We've got to see ourselves the way God sees us. Amen? We've got to learn how not to... Compare ourselves to others, but say, God, I pray for others in my life. They might be more successful than me. They might be more honored than me. They might be more holy than me. They might be more anything than me, as long as I am everything you want me to be. That's all that matters. Let me say that again that others that we might compare ourselves with, that they might be more successful than me more honored than me, more more holy than me, as long as I am all that you've called me to be, Father. We don't have to compare ourselves with others. It's so easy. We don't have to. All we have to be is the person God created us to be. And if you do that, you'll do fine in life. On the other hand, jealousy, it's like a burning, raging fire. It can lead us to do evil things. It can lead us to, to, to heinous crimes. It can lead us to murder in our heart. And even though you might not commit it with a weapon, Jesus talked, as you know, about anger and jealousy and things like this in the heart. Indeed, this is what where we want to be. This is what matters is to have a clean heart. So it's family it's christmas time and that means family time and that means you might be around some people who it opens up some old wounds it opens up some trials it opens up some hurts and pain and might this be a christmas where god's gift to you is it some of that comparison some of that jealousy some of that heartache and pain and hurt that he might take it away and and give you a healing in your life this christmas season let me pray for you right now if i could Father in heaven, I pray today for any and every person here on this live stream or watch this video later in the day or listen to the podcast, that you'd help us to have a heart that is at rest, a heart that is at peace, that the peace of God would guard our all, that, that surpasses all understanding, would guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, I know that so many of us have been wounded in our past, in our upbringing, parents have said things that have been hurtful. Spouse, uh, s- siblings have said things that have been hurtful. Maybe a spouse has said something that's been hurtful. In times when the family gets together, uh, that, that we all hope and wish and desire to be warm and friendly and loving. And, and sometimes, Lord, it's, it's stressful and painful, and, and uh, it's, it's just the opposite of what we would wish for. We pray, Father, today that as far as it depends on us, that we would be at peace with all men. We pray, Lord, I pray for anyone here who needs to have a spirit of forgiveness in their heart. You'd help them to forgive. Anyone here, Lord, who needs to let go, you'd help them let go. Anyone here, Lord, who might need to confess something would have the courage and bravery to confess to someone that maybe they've hurt. We pray for peace in our families, Father. We pray for peace in our own homes. We ask for this. We know that, Lord, that the spirit that That drove Herod to want to kill Jesus. That spirit still lives today—a spirit of jealousy, a spirit of pride, a spirit of uh, comparison, uh, a spirit of envy. Lord, we we think it how it's—we fool ourselves if we don't think it invades our families as well. But in Jesus' name, we want to pray that our families, our homes, uh, our houses, even this Christmas season, might be places of love and peace, and righteousness, and this jealousy, and these evil attitudes would have no room, no room. We pray for this in Jesus' name. We ask for it in Jesus' name. We ask you to come and reign, and of your kingdom, there'd be no end to your kingdom, and of the peace that you bring. This is our prayer for our families and our homes this Christmas season and every day, and we need it from you, Jesus. We just, we just tell you we don't have it without you. We can't have it without you. There's wounds that are too deep, pains that are too deep, but you can give this miracle blessing, and we ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me today on this couple days before Christmas time, and I hope you're staying warm, and I hope you're safe. Again, if you're Not from the United States here, we're having quite a weather event here going on in our country, through much of the country here, the last day or two and the next day or two. So if you're here, I hope you're warm and safe, and I hope that your family, maybe the miracle that you would have and the greatest gift is exactly what we've talked about and prayed about today. If you're new, I hope you'll join us regularly. We come here pretty much every day, and we get to the Word of God every day because we love the Word of God and we know it transforms our lives. So I hope you'll join us every day. Subscribe to the channel. Tell your friends. Like the video. Leave a comment. I'd be glad to hear from you, okay? And if you're here regularly, you know I love you. I'm so glad to be have the privilege and the opportunity to sow God's Word into your life. I know it's making a difference. And God's excited about that. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, fill you with His peace, His forgiveness, His grace, and His love. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.